There was one other bump on the road to China, and it wasn't getting any smoother with time. I'd lost count of the number of people who told me that what I planned was now absolutely impossible. Out of the question. The situation was worse than ever. Foreigners were no longer welcome to even visit government orphanages, let alone set up programs inside them. Forget China. Your daughter's an American now. And if it were up to the Chinese government, everybody would forget China, at least as it had to do with orphans. During the time that the Human Rights Watch report, the story that had opened our eyes, was being compiled, a British film crew posing as an American orphan charity organization seeking to make a donation had captured what they said was undercover documentary evidence of terrible and widespread neglect in Chinese orphanages. The dying rooms had been regularly airing ever since, even featured on 60 Minutes in the United States. Rather than fading, the international uproar it had provoked continued to grow. China responded to the loss of face by denying abuse, publishing a white paper refuting the allegations, thanking the world for its comments, and then firmly closing the doors to all foreigners, well-intentioned or otherwise. By now, even parents in the process of adopting had a hard time getting inside orphanages. If they did manage it, they rarely saw more than reception rooms. Four months had passed since our lunch with Norman, and still no word. For all I knew, he hadn't done a single thing to secure permission for us to launch a program in Guangdong province or any place else. Probably somebody who wasn't busy imagining a movie in her head would have predicted this back at the lunch table. I couldn't let a few bumps slow me down. The children were waiting. Anyway, I had a real partner now, a partner with connections. The Guangxi, special personal relationships that could make things happen. I wrote CPWF again and explained that actually, if they'd be so kind, I needed some help with government introductions. Ready or not, I was going to China. The Chinese consulate in San Francisco was full of would-be summer travelers waiting in obedient, ragged queues. When I finally made it to the first window, the clerk hesitated over my application. He put down his red rubber stamp. He gave my paper to the fellow on his left. He reached for the application of the person behind, dismissing me. Next window, he said. Is there something wrong? The clerk pointed to the window at his left and focused full attention on the document before him. I no longer existed. There was no line at the next window. My new clerk did not look up when I arrived. He was sorting passports, rubber banding them into tidy stacks. Ni hao, I said brightly. I nodded at my visa application, now on his counter. That's me. Not until all seventeen stacks of passports were filed into cardboard boxes did the worker bee pick up my application. Now he studied every line. After forever, he squinted up at me. Your occupation is writer. Yes. What kind? Ah, stupid me. Oh, no, I'm just a screenwriter. For movies? Yes. Let me understand. The writing you do is dramas? Yes. You are not writing for the press? No, no. You are not a journalist? Oh, no, definitely not. He thrust a new form at me. Write that down, what you just told me. I did. Do you swear that you will never write anything for the press? Okay, yes, sure. He took my papers and stamped them with three different red chops. Then he looked up at me and squinted through his glasses. This is for me. You go to China. You should write good movie about it, not like Red Square. And why you not go to Shanghai, it best city? Write movie about it. Maya... Do you remember the babies at the orphanage, all your little sisters? Some of them were so sad because they didn't have mommies to love them. Your mommy knows how to help those little girls not be so sad. I need to go to China to make that happen. 
I'll be gone for just a little bit, and Daddy will be with you every minute while I'm away. I'll always come back to you. It was that fleeting and lovely after-bath ritual. Towel dry and sweet-smelling, Maya was tugging on her pajamas. You know that, right? I'll always come back. Maya? Sweetie? Your jammies are backwards. Let me help. I do it all my myself. Arrow straight to the heart. Parental guilt strikes big time, and I admit never quite leaves. July 1999. Dear friends, I'm composing this while sitting in the lounge at the Tokyo airport waiting for my flight to Beijing. I'm going this time not to adopt a child, but to launch a very special project. It's a project.